Okay, so we are in a new year. And uh, today I would like to revisit some wisdom, some biblical wisdom about goal setting, setting goals uh, with some biblical principles so that you can actually use that as a mirror, use this as a filter against your own goals, be it personal or business that you have set for this new year. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you do so, remember the Lord your God who enables you to thrive and be an agent of transformation in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Paul Kere, your host, and you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca, and you can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or any other favorite podcast outlet that you're using, um, that you're listening to, uh, listening from. Actually, Thrive 1110 is also a community, and uh, it's the Thrive 1110 community where you can join as a member and benefit from many resources and benefit from great connections um, in, um, and resources, including uh, courses, etc. So you can check the community out. That's thrive1110.com, thrive1110.com if you want to learn more about the Thrive 1110 community. So it's a show like you're listening to right now, and it's also a community on thrive1110.com. Now, Thrive 1110, before we dive right into the subject, is brought to you by Bold Care Financial. And Bold Care Financial helps Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take their next right step, be it in their finances or in their business, so that um, in all, you may avoid costly mistakes, regrettable mistakes, and be prepared for your approaching life transitions. Now, let's go back to the subject of today's show. And um, as I was saying right at the beginning, I'm going to be talking, revisiting this, um, uh, some wisdom about goal setting. It's the new year. Some of you may have already set your goals for this year, 2023. Some of you have not. Uh, but in any case, it's going to be useful for you, which you can, um, um, but you, because you can use these um, these tips that I'm going to share, um, this wisdom, this biblical wisdom uh, to filter whatever you have already set or if you are about to think about goals and write them down, these will be useful to you as guides. And um, I'm saying revisiting because um, in the previous season of the Tribe 1110 show, I had here as a guest Jim Wise that helped us unpack some really powerful um, goal-setting principles from the Bible, which is really quite 
contrary to what you may learn in any good book, any good secular uh, business book or life planning book. Um, we are often taught some principles, but what we heard uh, back then from Jim Wise is totally, totally contrary to what you typically hear um, in uh, and, and receive as a teaching uh, in how to set goals. Because typically, when uh, you are taught about setting goals for your business, for example, it'll go something like, okay, uh, what's the growth you want to see in your business for the year to come? Or uh, what uh, level of income you want to see um, by the end of the year. It could be even by the end of the quarter or whatever. Um, another way um, that you will hear talk about goal setting, for example, for your personal life is, okay, what type of lifestyle improvements um, you want to have in your life? When I say lifestyle improvement, things that are veering towards, for example, material stuff. And before you get too, too, uh, too quickly to answer, no, I'm not materialistic or anything like that, um, just just um, listen a bit more to what uh, I'm going to share. Again, originally, this was shared by Jim Wise during one of our previous episodes in the first season. But I'm going to take it back here and share it to you so that you can really use it and make sense of it for your goals, for your vision for this new year. Now, uh, what happens is when we talk about biblical uh, biblical goal setting or wisdom from the Bible about goal setting, um, it 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 um, it it can it gives us the idea that uh, there is one way of doing it from the Bible or ways of doing this setting goals from the Bible that are opposed or that are totally different from ways of doing it from the world, and if you're a Christian and you're listening. Um, you may wonder, well, why is it that you we are not hearing more about biblical ways of setting goals? It's or we're not practicing these things. Um, before I dive into the, some of these principles, actually, uh, you might be wondering why are we not hearing more about these things uh, in our day-to-day -day life? And the reason is very simple. Number one, we are evolving in a very secular environment. Even the principles that we usually take, our cues, our business cues, etc., we take generally take them from a secular world uh, worldview and we try to make sense of them and think does it hurt someone is it good etc and then we flow with it we never stop and ask ourselves really um, about this subject of goal setting what is the bible saying and that's so that's the number one reason it's simply because of the environment in which we are evolving that don't really encourage us to um, to stop and ask ourselves, is what I'm doing, setting goals, is, are the principles I'm using here really in line with what the Bible teaches on the subject? Um, or, or am I just going with the flow because it seems like a good idea, because it seems like uh, uh, non-offensive to anybody and it's, a, it's the 
practical, typical, traditional way people do business, etc. So we are going to unpack some of that biblical wisdom uh, in today's show. The other reason why you're not hearing this more and we're not inclined to be asking ourselves about biblical wisdom for setting goals is simply our flesh. Um, that drives us towards the things that actually are easy to measure uh, with our eyes, are easy to measure um, according to the standards that society is um, imposing to us, um, consciously or unconsciously. And these standards are mainly material and financial. And even if we're not um, talking specifically about um, income increase or about uh, growth in revenue or in business, what happens is we sometimes tend to bring that to a lifestyle uh, measurement. Um, okay, I want to have a bigger TV or I want to be able to do this or do that, etc. So the first thing I want to share is that these types of setting goals for your business, for example, when we talk about uh, uh, setting a revenue goal or um, or uh, an income, sorry, an increase percentage, what it does is it subtly drives us towards what is called what Jim Wise called back then accumulation goals. And um, it is very subtle, but it is it can be very dangerous for our spiritual lives and for our discipleship walk if we don't pay attention to these goals. In, in a business, for example, you would go, okay, I want to grow by X percent by the end of the year. That means that I have to have X many more clients. And that means that every week or bi-weekly or every month, I have to be in touch with X many clients and ask this type of question. And here you go. And uh, towards reaching this um increase goal. Again, that is classified as an accumulation type of goal because really nowhere in the Bible you are taught to have these types of goals. Now, is it wrong for the business to grow or is it wrong that you have more income? Absolutely not. Actually, God is for your well-being in that in that sense. God is for you doing well financially. God is for you increasing and uh, and seeing uh, profit in your business and in your endeavors. So that's not really what we're talking about. But we, we're really talking about going and intentionally setting out goals this way to increase and um, and uh, build up an entire strategy to really do that and achieve that, that is really not biblical, actually. You won't really see clear examples or patterns of that in the Bible. Um, and the danger with setting those types of accumulation goals, um, I want to increase by this, I want to have X amount more of revenue, um, is that it leads you 
to it can lead you towards some compromises, some various types of compromises. I may not list them all here, uh, but one compromise is, for example, an ethical compromise where you are in relationship with people. And uh, let's say you're in business and because you have uh, a goal to increase revenue, you have a goal for an X percent of growth in your business, you might be subtly driven towards selling for example, products or services that bring you the highest pace instead of really being focused on what is the best thing, the absolute best thing for the customer, the client, the prospect that you're having in front of you. So this is one type of compromise that having accumulation goals, meaning income increase goals or revenue increase goals can, can lead you into. Another type of uh, compromise that this can lead you into is, um, I would say, uh, a, a, a financial compromise. Because with this increase in revenue that you're looking to achieve or this increase in goal that you, sorry, in income, um, in growth that you're looking to achieve, generally, um, there are some other things that are associated with it because then you might be able to afford this other type of house that you're looking for or you might be able to buy this type of car that you actually want or you might be able to do this or do that and uh, because you generally have things lifestyle lifestyle things like that associated with an increase in revenue uh, like having an increase in revenue as a goal you might go into a financial compromise, which is if the goal really doesn't manifest and materialize, if you don't actually get the type of income that you want to get, that you might find other ways which are not really um, uh, good ways or great ways uh, to have these things that you wanted to have, to have the car that you wanted to have or the house that you wanted to have. Maybe you will go into more debt, which God is not calling you to go into um, in your specific case, simply because you had these material things um, attached to a goal um, of income increase or business growth, um, etc. So that is that is really really um, important to know. Another type of compromise that you can find yourself falling into um, if you decide to pursue accumulation goals um, are really um, relational compromise, where the people that are around you you're putting them pressure, maybe even a subtle pressure to buy stuff from you, either products or services, but not merely because that's really the best thing for them, but really more because uh, even unconsciously, because it helps you get towards that accumulation goal that you have. So you have to really pay attention to, um, to those types of goals you're setting. And maybe if you have set those types of goals, you want to maybe revisit them and align them more with the types of biblical goals that we will, we will talk about in a moment. Now, another type of goal, which is really, really key, is, um, sorry, not, not, not another type of goal, but another type of compromise, which you might fall into because you're setting accumulation types goals, are missional compromises. 
Um, and by that, what I mean, we, as, as children of God, we are all called into the mission field. We are all called to make um, disciples. We are all called to spread the gospel and, um, and, and share Jesus, and share the good news with people around us. So that's really our essence and our primary calling our primary objective as children of God is really to um, to to share the good news is really to make disciples and um, if you have accumulation goals let's say and you want to increase your revenue your income by X percent before the end of the year and all of a sudden comes a prospect comes somebody to you who is not a believer, and, and that represents a great opportunity for you to listen to Holy Spirit, to listen to God and, and present the gospel um, according to where that person is. But instead of doing that, you would be maybe more focused towards closing a deal. And if you sense maybe that closing a deal um, comes at the expense of you sharing the gospel, you might be tempted really to not share the gospel because you want to close the deal and you want to make that sale because it goes towards your accumulation goal. So be careful because going towards and running after accumulation goals like that can, can really impact the way you behave as a child of God and can impact um, the way you go about your calling, your missional calling, which is to spread the good news and make disciples, the Great Commission, remember. So um, I quickly gave a few areas where we could compromise if we went after um, how the world is setting goals, especially in the area of business where it's very easy and very common to set growth objectives and build an entire strategy around those growth objectives. And as I was saying at the beginning, we don't really don't see patterns like that biblically. As a matter of fact, um, let's go towards our Let's Get Practical section and I will share a bit more um, details about these principles from the Bible that you can apply to goal setting for your business and goal setting for your personal life. Let's get practical. Bold. Let's get practical. All right. So in this Let's Get Practical section, we will continue and I'll share these topics, these things that you can be looking for these cues from the Bible about goal setting. First, there are two um, there are two extremes, two extremes when believers consider goal setting and want to be spiritual and do it the right way or do it like uh, I don't like to use God's way, but do it um, in a biblical sense. There are there are two extremes that we can really easily fall into. One extreme is to say that we don't need to set goals and that God will lead everything and that everything will go well um, that way. We don't really need to plan. That's one extreme. And that is totally false because we can see um, in passages like Luke 14, 28, 31, um, that Jesus is talking about 
planning. He's talking about setting goals and he's talking about evaluating things and, 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 and coming up with, with ideas and plans to accomplish an objective. So saying to yourself that because you're Christian, you don't need goals, you don't need plans is wrong. And it is not biblical. Actually, throughout the book of Proverbs, you'll see many examples where it is inviting you to make plans, where it is inviting you to set goals and have strategies and have plans around that. So so don't fall into that extreme of saying that you, you don't need plans or you don't need to set goals because you're a Christian and you walk by the Spirit. That would be wrong and it would be anti-biblical. The other extreme is to go towards the area where you are so focused on setting goals that you don't take the time to invite God into the goal-setting uh, process. And that is another extreme. And I want to read this passage from James, and it's um, the chapter 4 of the book of James, verse um, 13. Um, verses 13 to verses uh, 16. So I'll, I'll read that. And it says, look here. I'm reading for the New Living Translation. Um, it says, look here, you who say, today or tomorrow, we are going to a certain town and will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live or do this or do that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans and all such boasting is evil. So that is James 4, verses 13 to 16. Again, talking specifically here about people doing business and planning to make a profit. So planning uh, to accumulate, to, to make profits. You, you'd think making profit is not a bad thing. And again, God is not against you making a profit. But then when you read uh, from verses 14 of this passage, it is saying, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Um, you could be gone. And you're making these plans, and it says in verse 15, what you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or do that. So, one extreme is really, as a believer, to go to the point where we're like, okay, we're going to plan, we're going to do business strategy, we're going to grow this much, we're going to uh, increase by this percentage, and and, and we're going to go to this place and, and undertake these types of activities. Okay, what is God saying? Because tomorrow you might just not be there. What is God saying? And that is key. The will of God in, embedded throughout each step of your goal-setting process. So, in other words, setting goals with biblical wisdom is about having God first at the center of the goal-setting. It's about doing the will of God. It's about achieving the will of God. So we'll go to a short break and we'll come back and we'll talk about what that could look like for you and I. 
This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Welcome back. You're listening to Thrive 1110, and we started talking about um, wisdom, biblical wisdom um, for goal setting. It's a new year, and it's always a good opportunity to revisit goals and make sure that we actually um, align with biblical wisdom as children of God. So I talked about some um, ethical uh, financial missional compromise that you can fall into if you don't pay attention and set accumulation goals. Now, I read James 4 uh, and uh, verses 13 to 16 that talk about the need for incorporating God's will into your goal setting. And now, some people will say, well, but I don't know what God's will is. And I would say you do know what God's will is. And I'm going to give you now four areas that you need to consider as you set goals, be it for your business or for your personal life. The first area is sanctification goals. And you can read a supporting verse for that in 1 Thessalonians 4.3. Uh, without sanctification, nobody will see God. So sanctification goals. Apply that to your personal life. Apply that to your business. And what could they be? For example, it could be goals to improve on moral imperatives, specific commands from God, specific, for example, some of the Ten Commandments, or some spiritual disciplines that you want to see taking place in your life. So these are examples of sanctification goals. Stewardship goals, that's the second type of goals. Um, Now, stewardship goals like giving, like repaying debt, like prudent saving, like providing for family. So stewardship goals are another category of biblical uh, uh, um, type of goal setting that you can apply to your business and to your personal life. Another area is discipleship goals. Who are you going to disciple? Maybe an employee, maybe business partners, maybe a client, What type of discipleship goals do you have? We know that God wants us to make disciples. Then we talk about serving goals. So who are you going to help without expecting to be paid for? So is there someone that you can go out and serve with your talents, even professionally, without expecting to be paid for it? So I just gave you four, very quickly, and and I'm aware of that, four principles. Um, Set goals in the area of sanctification. Set goals in the area of uh, stewardship. Set goals in in the area of discipleship. And set goals in the area of serving. And you can apply these four areas to your business and to your personal life. And that will help you get away from accumulation goals. And you will see how God will bless you internally and maybe even surprise you with the growth that you could not even expect or strategize yourself. So these are some areas. And if you're wondering, how can I really apply this to my life? How can I really apply this to my business? Um, Again, one way of doing that, get in touch with me. Um, You can go to thrive1110.com. 
or thrive1110.ca and you'll be able to get in touch with me to learn more about this. And also within the Thrive 1110 community, that's uh, you can learn more about the Thrive 1110 community by going to thrive1110.com. That's thrive1110.com. We will expand on this and show you how you can apply that to your business and to your life uh, within the community. So go check it out and maybe it'll be a, a way for you to apply these to your life. Now go ahead, do it, you can do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. All right. So we are coming towards the end of this show. But before we end, I just want to quickly say a prayer as we're in this new year and uh, and bless the year for you and I. Father, we thank you for the grace that you've given us to enter, see this new year. And we thank you that you're even going ahead of us for each month. Help us to really walk in your footsteps, walk in whatever you're calling us to do and to be this new year for your glory in the name of Jesus. So receive that. You've been listening to Thrive 1110. I'm Bol Kere, your host. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.